All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Your favorites are here. This and I'm girl, taking this, is her new, this is her new shit. You be coming in all aggressive and shit. Okay, fine. I'm taking the lead once more. Hello, y'all. Hey, we're looking a little different because um we have a because we can. Yeah, it's our fucking show. Yeah, it's our show. And we, we reserve the right to look different whenever we want. Yeah, so how's it going? I'm asking you the questions. How's it going? New week, new tea. Oh my Man. god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki, kiki with, with we. So but how's it going? It's going good. How was your weekend? Actually, I always do that. I always ask you that. Ask me. No. My weekend was very chill. Uh, did you do anything? Chilled. <laughs> oh, that was it. It was a very chill weekend. Yeah. Chilled. That's good. How about you? How was your weekend? Um, It was semi-chill, semi-turn. No, it was kind of chill. The mm-hmm. whole thing. We were just busy on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Went and hung out with Andres' mom. Took mm-hmm. her out to dinner. Oh, where'd you guys go? Um, This place called Luna in the Victoria Gardens. It's not, is it? Oh, Victoria Gardens. Yeah, we had to go down to her side of town. So, but the food wasn't great. I don't know if you're in Rancho, if you're in the IE. I feel like Rancho doesn't give what it's supposed to give ever. Steer clear of those places. Steer clear of Luna. Is it a Mexican restaurant? Yeah. Mm. but it wasn't giving 
Okay, yeah, they don't all, they're not all created equally. But it was okay. Like, she enjoyed it, which was That's the most, all that period. I'm like, this is your spot. Was that or... her spot, Luna? No, we took oh, it. Just we were in Victoria Gardens, and we were like, oh, you know, because there's not hella places. Number one, she lives in Bloomington, so we had to. Com- I never even heard of that. Right, so we had to commute to get to Victoria Gardens. Some civilization, <laughs> and it was just like PF Chang. Oh, and now PF Chang's never failed. Listen, I wanted to go to PF Chang's, but they never disappointed. The line was long. Oh, okay, because it's Victoria Gardens and everything. Everybody's there utilizing the same shit. Right. Um, they were like, it's an hour wait, an okay. hour and a half. Not for. PF. And then there was like Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. <laughs> And that was like two hours. And so Luna was just the quickest. It was 40 minutes. No way. And the next, right. And the next um, closest PF Chang's was 30 minutes away. Okay. So and Andres giving. was like, we going to drive 30 minutes to wait another 30 minutes. It's just not giving. So we were like, Luna it is. So, um, but it was cool. And then afterwards we went to his friend's sister's house to celebrate his birthday. Mm-hmm. And then back home with it. And then Sunday I... Uh, we took a light light approach y'all the link up was this weekend you know we've never missed a link up we've never missed a link up but we did this week i saw a snippet of it it looked cool it like did look tradition cool. like it was giving what he always gives it did it's just very crowded it was still crowded so yeah, that's just the vibe now yeah i'm gonna have to take the l <laughs> that's the vibe now it's giving more people have heard more people have found out about it which is good but yeah. you know you hate when you're a little that's Look. the nature of LA. Nothing ever, nothing ever st- stays like low key, low key and quaint. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you, if you catch it when it's fresh and new, it's like, okay, yeah, this is cool, a little hidden gem. Nothing stays hidden long because people, we talk about it. We don't yeah. talk about it every time. Link up Johnny's. Da, da, da. People are like, link up Johnny's. Yes, when people they hear bring about a it, friend, they, they tell a friend. I saw somebody was like, um. Don't waste your time going. They only let I people seen in. That. That I they said know. the dragon, and you know what? We like are those only, people. It's like they only let people who are somebody's in. I stayed outside waiting in line, and I thought about how many times we. <laughs> <laughs> the way we hop out, pull up, hop out, and head right to the front. I'm like, babe, do what you do. Go ahead. Go, go up. Because I've been on the other side before, too. I've been on the other. I know how it feels. I mean, it's obviously. It's like, but that's why I only go places where I'm considered somebody. <laughs> I don't go to other places. I'm like, actually, I don't think they think we're anybody. Let's not go. If I don't already have my ticket, my supplies that I need to get in, I'm not fucking with it. I don't it. play games like that. No. I don't want to wait. I don't want to do nothing. If I'm away, it's because I have a ticket and a clear entry in. It's giving concert. Yeah. It's right. giving festival. If I don't got it's that, it's guaranteed. Period. I'm not waiting and hoping I can get a ticket at the door. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I'll catch you on the back end. But it's warming up, so that's the, the day best parties time. And things are about to happen. That's the best weather for in time for something like Johnny's. You know, outdoor. You have your little summertime magic. Although it was cold as hell this past on Sunday, it was I it was said, cold. I mean, it was hot. It was hot. Today. But you know, the, I'm like, is it Arizona? Nigga? It'd be it was hot. hot. It was hot, hot and then cold. I'm like, ooh. It was hot yesterday because we went on a walk and I had on my little jacket, mm-hmm. my little shirling. I said, this needs to come the fuck off. Thankfully, I had a wife beater underneath. Damn. Re- <laughs> oh my god, I can't Around believe we're already race. about to spring forward. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the time change, but I am ready for it to start getting dark later. Because I hate how, how early it gets dark. But it's not I, getting dark that early right now. Because we're leaning closer to spring forward. And I just, my body cannot it handle it. It always goes into shock. 
It does. I cannot handle I'm just now getting to work on time because I have this great schedule. Now imagine a springing forward. That means when You're I wake up at 6.30, it's going to feel like 5.30. And I just cannot handle and it. And I was just saying that I need to start going to the gym. <sighs> Let me know if you want to start going in the mornings. She don't. <laughs> anyway. So anywho. Yeah. Yeah, that was the weekend. Um, keeping the ball rolling. Kings and queens, mm-hmm. mainly queens. We need you all to continue leaving your ratings and reviews. Oh, we did tell them we had a goal for Spotify. Let's see if it was reached. I seen it. Y'all didn't do what the fuck you were supposed to do. And oh, that just kills me. So they didn't do it? No. Wow. I seen what y'all did. And you know what? We're taking it. We're going to start revoking your privileges. I think it was at it's 198. It's giving big disappointment in it's, get, it's giving disappointment What were we supposed you? to be at? 209. I gave y'all a small baby ass job. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm shaking my head in disgust. It's giving do what you said you would do. It's giving be women of integrity. Of your word. Although they never said they would do it. It was just an obligation. It was unspoken. Period. It was unspoken. If you're listening, if you downloading every week, you already made a commitment. <laughs> do your part. So please, this week, do your part. Take a couple seconds, leave a rating and a review. If you're a Spotify, just a rating. That's it. We need these. We need these to survive. <laughs> now I'm giving y'all a new goal. We're at 198. I need y'all to come in hot at 210. That's just 12 measly little ratings. Ratings. That's it. And if y'all don't do that, then just you know what? It's giving middle fingers up. Forget about it. It's giving you're no sister to mine. Forget about it. Let's Everybody re- who says I'm their big sister is not giving that. Let's read a review of the week, which also these were far and few in between over on Apple. Wow, you guys. <laughs> If y'all don't fuck with us no more, just, just say, say that. that. We can stop. Just say that. Wow. The way we take these so serious. But mm-hmm. when someone did come through, Bria Zanay, she said, perfect podcast. I've had my fair share of similar podcasts, but these girlies are amazing. Super funny, super relatable, and super down to earth. Keep it coming, ladies. It's giving what it's supposed to give. Hello to, is her name Bria? Bria. Hello to Bria and Bria only. <laughs> this show goes out to you. We are dedicating this, this episode is dedicated to you. Dedicated to Miss Bria. This is Bria's like Bria's interlude. This is Bria's this episode. This is Bria's episode. Thank you, Bria. We appreciate you so much. Also, we have Patreon, which it seems like we need to gather you all again. Right now, we told you what we offer on Patreon. Let me give you a reminder, just in case. y'all must have forgot. Over there on Patreon, we have exclusive content. If you yeah. like what you hear here, you will love what you hear there. There's check-ins. The playlist is dropped today. We had a bonus episode talking about post-separation abuse. Um, so many goodies. I am also going to be giving it a tutorial of my favorite sex position using Brittany as a model. Now, if, I, if Freaky doesn't open your eyes and ears, I don't know what's going to get you guys. Okay? Sex positions are if being If sex shown. doesn't sell, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're giving sex. We're offering sex positions for a couple of dollars. If that doesn't scream hard time, no, just kidding. But for real, get on over there. Um, we have one patron. Mm. Now this is also her episode. And I don't know how the light. How you guys expect light to stay on? <laughs> just coming in one at a time, but they won't be on long. What's and I can name? promise you that. What's her her name? name's Melissa. Melissa, this one also goes out to you. This is your episode, Melissa and Bria. Not the rest of you. Damn. If we're depending on Yash, if we're done, dead. 
It's giving final episode. It's giving, it's giving series it's finale. It's giving finale. It was nice to know you. I really wish you watched Euphoria. I don't. I don't. You and, and Kayla want to watch Power and talk about that, but nobody wants to watch Euphoria with me. You're watching it with somebody. Did y'all discuss it? <laughs> we, we discuss it. Yes. It's not. It's, it didn't. It didn't captivate me. I wasn't riveted. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. I was just like, oh. did you try again? No. Fuck you. I- <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. So get on over there to Patreon. Thank you, Melissa, for being a real one. Thank you, Melissa. Last week we talked about passionate curiosity. Passionate curiosity. Mm-hmm. Being comfortable asking questions, not feeling stupid, and just why we really need to ask questions to learn more. Mm-hmm. That it's really, really simple. That's simple. You might be struggling with it, and if you are, we provided some tips. We expressed and explained our own um, insecurities about asking questions and how we are navigating through the space. We did. But this week, first off, we're coming in hot and motherfucking happy for Women's History Month. Yes, it is Women's History Month. Shout out to the women! All the women who independent, throw your hands up at me. All the honeys was making money, throw your hands up at me. This one is for y'all. Okay. All the ladies who truly feel me. Throw your hands up at me. All the mamas who profit dollars. Throw your <laughs> Period. Throw your hands up. Girl, I didn't know you could get down, down like that. Charlie, how your angels get down like that. Girl, I didn't know you could get down, down like that. that. Charlie, how your angels get, get down, down like that. that. Give me some. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So. Yeah. Um. Anywho, yes, we are here. Women's History Month. We got some amazing women, including these two. Yes, these ones, girls. Yeah, cow girls. Uh huh. Who are here to give you some amazing content for the women? So, fellas, if you're tapping in, take notes. Our brother Mike. This also goes out to you, brother Mike. He has been an advocate, an ally. <laughs> One of the men that we trust as a friend of the show. Yes, that yeah. listens every week. Hey, Mike. Hi, um, Mike. Yeah, but we have a great episode. We can't wait for y'all to listen. We have an amazing guest talking about erotic blueprints and sexual shadows and just being liberated sexually in the bedroom and outside. Outside the bedroom. It's really about building our confidence in both places. So, should we just dive in? I think we should just dive in. See you on the freaky side. Hey, y'all. So it's been a minute since we've had a guest, but the girls are back with a girl. Yes. Yes. So we are going to be talking about all things sex. Yeah, sensuality. Getting a little freaky today. Uh Yes, we're getting a little freaky. And um, neither Germany nor I are experts. So we called on Rashida Ahmed, who is a sex (laughs) educator, intimacy coach, blogger, and speaker that uses public speaking opportunities to create and facilitate inclusive sex positive education and wellness spaces. Hey, Rashida. Welcome to the hey, show. Hey, ladies. Thank yes. you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> we are, too. And we're excited and thankful that you do this type of work because Honey. we don't. And um, <laughs> the girls will be down bad if they were waiting on me to give them some 
sex education. They would be. I would be like, girl, lay down, <laughs> legs up, <laughs> hand on. I do have a move that I that I, I have two signature moves that I give out to all my girlfriends. Ooh, she They're, has ooh, two signature on. moves. We Tell know me. Them. It's the salt and pepper. The salt and pepper on the dick. Okay. Then, okay, yes. Uh-huh. And then I do a little um scissor position. But it's it's on my it's on my man. You said scissor, and that's usually, you know. It's sort of like I get it. But he is. He's laying back. He's laying down with his legs, you know, he's laying straight. And then instead okay. of doing a reser- a reverse cowgirl, I kinda angle that thing so that his I'm um I am straddled on his leg. Yes. So I'm getting a little click action and I'm getting a little yeah. deep penetration and it's it's beautiful. And if you guys need um a tutorial, maybe it'll be up on Patreon. I will use Brittany as a model. <laughs> She's used me plenty of times to show the girls. I'm like, girl, here I am. <laughs> Laying down. Every time it. I show somebody, I'm like, Brittany, lay down, let's show them what we do. <laughs> let's give them a model. Yes, yeah. yes. So thank you for being here. That. that was a warm thank intro. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love all of that action. Come on. I'm here for that. Yes. So Rashida, mm-hmm. let our listeners know like how you got into this field, a little more about yourself, who you are, what you do in further detail. Absolutely. So I have been doing this, oh my, I think probably over 20 years, like my whole life. This is definitely something that I have always been interested in doing, even when I was a young girl, when I wasn't supposed to be talking and looking about sex. Mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> Um, but you know what right you know how it goes but you know it it worked out in the end because here I am so (laughs) all of it works out for your good but so that's really how it started um it was really through my own journey of trying to explore my own self and my own body and trying to recognize why the sex I was having was not the sex that I wanted to have Mm. you know like that this Mm. connection was happening because I I read a lot I watched a lot of things and the actual sex that I was having was not it. It just wasn't popping. And I was like, there must be something wrong here. Yeah. So let me figure this out. And so that's really what led me into this journey of just understanding myself and my body and then being comfortable enough to talk about it. And then I realized, oh, shit, everybody feels this. Like, this mm-hmm. isn't just a me thing. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was a me problem, but it clearly was not. Yeah. And that's where it has stemmed from. And especially... Within the sexuality space, there aren't a lot of women who look like me. Mm-hmm. So it was really just being that beacon, being that, you know, vessel of representation to other women who look like me, feel like me, who've had experiences like me, who don't feel comfortable talking about sex. Who do we go to? Yeah. Who do we talk to? You know, I didn't have a big sister to ask any questions for. I found out by trial and error. Yeah. So I was like, how can I save somebody else the headaches and the heartaches? Why not? So that's really how it, exactly. And that's really how it, that's how it happened. And that's really how I really got it into this space. And I love it. Like, this is just honestly my life's work. I don't, I cannot see myself doing anything. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. 
Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. 
Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Anything other than talking about sex all day. Like really and truly. (laughs) We're thankful for the um, queens like you because talking about sex, um, it's become more acceptable now. But before it was such a taboo topic where it's like you didn't have anyone you could go to. We were going into novels, Coldest Winter Ever, Fly Girl, Zane, Sex Chronicles. Chronicles. We've mentioned them on here several times. Those were my Bibles growing up. We love those. Getting all hot and bothered all young. And you're really getting hot and bothered young, Mm -hmm. thinking that when we had sex, it was going to be that experience, right? And then you have sex, and it's like you said, Rashida, this isn't giving what the book said it was supposed to give. Why am I not Mm -hmm. feeling these feelings I was feeling when I was turning the pages (laughs) of the book? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's a disconnect here. Mm -hmm. And who did we run to? Yeah. Now we're running to Rashida. We're running to Here we are. We're running to Rashida. Here we are. Here we are. Yes. So the real reason why the girls are here is because we stumbled upon an amazing concept through the show um, Goop, Sex Love Goop. Netflix has this really great, what is it, like a docuseries? Like mini docuseries, yeah. Mini docuseries. And they were talking about erotic blueprints. And this is the first time that we had ever heard about such a a concept. It was like a light bulb went off like, oh, shit, there's a little sex love language, essentially. Right. Right. So walk us through the erotic blueprints. Tell us what they are and just give us the tea. Uh, My mind was blown when I saw it. I was like, right. And then she told me and I said, let me go. Me and my nigga was laid up like, look, 
See what they're saying. Same. I was going through them with mine. They're sensual, kinky. <laughs> I'm like, isn't this interesting? <laughs> Which one is you? Which one right. are you? I'm like, I what are you, you identifying know. as? Anything speaking to you? Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So the erotic blueprints are really just, think of it this way. I like to equate them as the five love languages of sex, but just elevated yeah. and about about everything. Because sex is to me is all the things. Like who you are in the bedroom is who you are everywhere else. Mm. So when you can understand what you need, what you don't need, and really understand how to speak that language, it gives you the confidence to speak it everywhere else in your life. Mm -hmm. And so the blueprint is a framework and like a vocabulary mm -hmm. to give language to things that we maybe didn't have language to. You mm -hmm. know, we didn't necessarily have the words to describe why certain things turn me on or why certain things turn me off or why I, I require, um, you know, a level of certain turn-ons or a certain stimulation in my in my life to be, you know, revved up and ready to go? Or why do certain things completely shut it down? Because we know there are times when stuff will shut it down for you. So Listen. what does that mean? It's giving proof. You know how it goes. Sure, I'm like, like, oh, this, wait, hold on. It's dry. The whale has It's dry on. as hell. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like what you did. Don't yeah. do it again. Thank you. So now it helps you to understand why you don't like what he did. Mm. <laughs> don't do it again. Exactly. And without without saying it in a way that is hurtful or demeaning or disrespectful, because then that breaks down further, right. you know, sexual intimacy and intimacy overall. Mm -hmm. So it mm -hmm. really helps you to give you that language to talk about your sex and your body to your partner and even really more so to yourself in a way that maybe you didn't necessarily have it before. So there are five love languages. The first is energetic, then we have sensual, mm. we have sexual, kinky, and then shapeshifter. Mm. So we all have all five, yeah. but but we do have a primary, or sometimes you might have two primaries, such as myself. I have two, two, two primaries going, okay. but everyone has all five. So very much like the love languages, it's just sort of ranked, and mm. what you need goes in order and if you speak in your love language if you feed in your love language if you play in your love language you will be fulfilled Period. and you will have great sex because i'm an That's act of service woman i'm like do something thank around you. here Shit. thank you thank you Make so change. it's the same it's the same yeah. it's the same it's it's as if you know if you are you're saying you're an act of service woman but if your partner is only speaking to you and receiving gifts honey it's not coming through. Yeah. It's not going to work. And it's yeah. the same idea as your, uh, your, you know, your erotic blueprint. If I'm a sensual, but my partner is only speaking to me as a sexual, it's going to be missing it sometimes. Yeah. It's gonna, it will hit it. sometimes, but not all the time. And I'm here for all the time. Great sex, honey. I'm not here for nothing else than that. You oh, are like not... me. I'll be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It got to be right. So can we explain? Explain the different five of uh, the yeah. different erotic blueprints so the mommies can identify. We want to identify. We want to elaborate. We? Yes, yes. So yes. we can get so, to communicating our needs and mm -hmm. making sure they're mm -hmm. met. One hundred percent. So the first I'll go through is the energetic because that one I find is the one that's a little bit more misunderstood. Okay. So the energetic are those are people who really like longing and anticipation. Mm. You know, who are really into a lot of breath and just need a little bit like even how I'm talking I'm taking my time now I'm like, a little mm -hmm. hanging yes, on your every word that's, like. that's, that's that's the energetic honey <laughs> okay. that's the energetic it's like so, a build up 
It's, that's it. They love the build up. They love. It's not so much the end goal. It's all of the journey getting there. Mm. Ooh, but I hate when somebody takes you on a journey and then the the final yeah, ride be like, bullshit. "What the fuck was this? You done built me up and riled me up just to <laughs> leave build me, me up to break me down. Damn, nigga, it ain't hitting the way it's supposed. Well, to. we need something to match that energy. Yeah, that yeah. energy needs that's- to be matched. Absolutely, absolutely. But the the interesting part about it for energetics, it's really all about that part of it. And I want to show you a quick little exercise that we can do to kind of play in our energetics. Yes. Okay, so I didn't know we were playing. Take your arm, take your arm up. So if you have like if you roll up your sleeves, if you're wearing something long sleeve, take your arm up and this just sort of hover your hand up above your arm. And then bring it down slowly. And when you start to feel any sort of sensation, so tingling, maybe your hairs might be raising. Ooh, right there. You feel that already? I That's your energetic, it. honey. Mm. So if you move Why your hand around. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> let me wake my shit up. Charge it up. Hey. Come on. Wake up, honey. <laughs> Hang on. Let me, let, let, hold on. let me let my body know that we doing something real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Germany, I hate you so much. <laughs> Activated. <laughs> so take a nice deep breath because the energetic loves a nice yeah. centered and deep breath. Mm-hmm. So take a nice deep breath. Ooh. And get into your body. And then when you put that hand up, slowly bring it down. Just take your time. And when you feel anything, that's just your energetic right in there. And you can play right in there. Energetics have a capability of being able to orgasm without even being touched. Okay, yeah, that ain't me. I knew it wasn't me. And that's why my tingles wasn't tingling. I'm like, hold on. I need to be touched. Cue the Mario. Okay, tickle that. No, but I do like a little bit of energy. I mean, a little. The thing is, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice little way to play. And I think it's nice to just sort of incorporate different ways to play. Like, I like to look at my whole body as an instrument. Mm. So play with all of it. Come honey. on, make it sing. That's what listen, she said. Listen. So <laughs> <laughs> these are just the different ways that we can play with our bodies. Okay. Yes. So that's the energetic. So now moving along to the sensual. So the sensual is the ladies and gentlemen who love to be engaged in all the senses. Love the beauty of things. Yes. Love just the lighting is everything. The music, mm. the ambiance. Like that is everything for me. Okay, you know, on. the environment makes a significant difference to really how, you know, how, how loose you can get. Yes. You know, how freaky you're going to get depending on what's around you. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And Love so that's, that's the, oh, listen. So that is essential. The central needs all of their senses engaged. So I like to look at. Essentials are people who tend to love to use words like uh, juicy or mm. delicious mm. or like very descriptive Actually. sort of words that kind of, mm-hmm, that just kind of tastes good because yeah. you need all your senses to be engaged. You know what? And that's why I be sounding like a food <laughs> blogger. I be sounding like I'm a master chef. Seriously. When you're describing food. I'm like the and way. you know these... I care about food. I'm like. She does. I need I need the dimensions and yeah the yes. flavor palette Fla- yeah I need mm-hmm. I need all, all of, of that to be activated to really get me excited about what I'm eating yeah I hate a Same. bland meal yeah oh life is too short for bad food honey I cannot mm. do it it needs to look good and taste good at the same time like it's all of those details yes. is really what the sensual enjoys so these are the you know you're really in tune with um, playing with you know 
uh, textures, for example. Mm -hmm. So softness, for example, might be something that you're enjoying or just silk and satin and all of those things that feel luxurious on the body. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this is where the sensual loves to play. You're speaking to a (laughs) sensual girl. That's me. Okay. I'm like cozy to, mm, yeah, I want it all. I'm a sensual too. I love this. You silk. are okay. I love a silk mm. PJ. Yeah. Yes. I love a vibe. I love a, a beautiful lighting. Yeah. I love clean. Do you play cleanliness. with lighting? I had never heard. You never t- shared. Maybe oh. you're learning something new about me. What lighting mm-hmm. have you played with? The lighting in my room. I have a dimmer. <laughs> Girl, I thought she had some mood lights, like real red, real no, light, no, no. real light. It's not giving that kind of light. Red but, light action. But you get the vibes. Yeah, I mean, candles is nice, too. A little candles. candles also good. The, yes, yes. Yeah, like, and all those things create the ambiance that yes. you need as a sensual. So that's the sensuals, girls, for you. Mm-hmm. Now moving to the sexual. The sexual is those who are really, when we think of sexual, think of what we think of as modern day sexuality today. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking of nudity. We're thinking of porn. We're thinking of orgasms, wet, hard. Like, mm-hmm. what we consider sexuality in mainstream media yeah. would be very loosely categorized as a sexual blueprint. Yeah. Okay. And those blueprint, people who are sexual, they're, they're ty- typically very explorative. Mm-hmm. Like sex is fun. Sex is made to be enjoyed. They're ready to do it. It's very much very goal-oriented. So we're looking for the, you know, the end goal. If the end goal did not happen, then sex did not happen, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's really the... The biggest pieces to the sexual blueprint is like really understanding that you love sex. Like when I, I think of sex, I like to think of like certain songs. So songs like WAP. WAP sings to oh, the, the sexual type yeah. of girl. Like those Megan kind of lyrics. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm for more sure. a Tevin Campbell. I'm more of a shutter. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. I'm ready yeah. to, to love you. <laughs> Forever. forever. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I love you forever more. Yeah. Forever more. Please. You know it. Be Tevin here to was stay. such a sensual, honey. <laughs> he was such a sensual. I'm a Tevin Campbell R&B, me. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Okay, but no I get doubt. the sexual mommies. Those are the bust it wide open, do a split on the dick, turn around. Yes. And then I kiss. Mm. Every time she sends one of those songs my way, I'm always like, ah, my ears are fucking bleed and i'm like pretty please turn that shit off i almost sent you one that was some pussy talk i said let me not even do this. please don't say it to me. i can't this is too it. much for her it's, it's too much it's too it's much, much. i'll be like even some jodeci songs i'm like here we go mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. but yeah. continue yeah. okay but we get it for the sexual you want to really but that's get, the in sexual get in there you. yeah yeah that's for the yeah. sexuals for you Okay. And so for the kinkies now, the kinkies are those who leak like anything that would be considered taboo. So taboo for me is ta- different for taboo for you. Right. right. So you, it's really, there's a really a big spectrum. Like when we think of kink, we typically think of like what we, what we see on mainstream media as like BDSM mm-hmm. and all of those sort of lines. And that is a part of the kinky blueprint, but that isn't everything because there's very two different um, ways that the kink sort of likes to manifests itself so some people love sensation play kink and so that's those who are into bondage and Mm. maybe spanking and impact play and who like to be choked and Mm. that is a little kink here i like a little girl a little choke a little pool i like a little slate a a little one time i got slapped I, I express that I like a little bit of roughness. When I mean a little bit, I mean, you know, Very a choke, little. but not a, about to mm-hmm. die. 
and the pulling of the hair, but don't pull anything out. So I was expressing that. Next thing I know, I'm slapped. I'm like, well, it's turning into a squabble because I'm like, the fuck? If I have to hold my face, you've done too much. I'm like, it's it's giving domestic violence. And I'm not here for a hoodie. Yeah. And I'm not here for a hoodie. Yeah. So I would, my coochie would have (laughs) said, and I would have gotten right up off of him. Are you serious? That's what I said. I said, not like that. No, that's not what I said. Now I can't be soft. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'd have been hit, and now we gotta fucking fight. You don't piss me off, <laughs> seriously. But I do like a little kink. I like a little kink with my sensual out, my sensuality. Mm-hmm. Right, kink, right. And, and then there's levels to that, right? Yeah, and so right. that's the understanding of what the kink loves. And the kink also loves, on one hand, it's a psychological kink. So these are the people who might like a little domination and submission. Mm-hmm. So who like to be like the power play and like switching with playing with power dynamics and who controls who and all of those kinds of interesting ways to play. So that's also a part of the kink. Whereas some someone may not want to be restrained, but they might want to be dominated mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or they they want to be submissive mentally like i personally love to be submissive oh man i will be a pillow princess all day if you say mama said yeah okay but i also dominate. love to dominate too listen <laughs> so it goes like both ways i feel like i might be a little more dominate dominating mm-hmm. i don't be exercising it too much because you know you got to see what kind of partner you're working with because they be one that's to true i said okay hold on we can that's both true. do our thing <laughs> yeah, we'll go back and forth but yeah i'm a subby Okay. Yeah. <laughs> me, I love baby. it. Substitute <laughs> teacher me. Sub. So that is the that's the kinky. So the kinky is really understand they love things that are just out of the ordinary, out of the box. Like they're not looking to be, you know, kept confined into what typical normal sexuality is normally displayed as. And so those are the people who are typically kinky. And the very last blueprint is the shapeshifter. Mm. And the shapeshifter is someone who needs all of them okay. to be good. The so they need everything. It is mm, right. well, a little bit complicated. Mean? A little bit complicated, but I kind of look at the shapeshifter as sort of like a superhero because they can adapt to everybody. Okay. Mm. I can so see because, that. because they have all five... Depending on what their partner is, they might be the best love that like a sensual partner may ever have because they already have sensual in them. Right. Mm. So it's it's nice to be a shapeshifter because you can adapt, but at the same time you have to also remember that if you need all those other pieces to play, you gotta give yourself all those pieces to play because you will not be fulfilled. Mm. Mm. Because mm. that's that is one of the biggest shadow sides, I will say, of the shapeshifters that they're not always fulfilled depending on the partner they have. Because if their partner is only one primary blueprint and their partner only knows how to play in that one primary blueprint, then they you shit out of luck because you only get into playing one. Mm. But yet you have four other ones yeah, that are dried that are and period. They want to come exactly, out and be outside exactly. and play. Exactly. I love that we're so, calling it play. I think that makes yes. it so much more fun. And if you're a person who does struggle with like being open and talking about sex, it makes it much more like tolerable and po- like palatable. It's just like, oh, we're just playing. Yeah. <laughs> I look at sex. Sex is the way that adults play. Like yeah. that's one of the ways that we play. Like it's, it's one of the ways sex. that I get to play with my with my person that I really care about. Like yeah. it's just another way that we get to play together. Yes. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. 
let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank, it's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's Chime.com bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. What yes! I loved about <laughs> what I loved about um the erotic blueprint episode was that some doors were really unlocked. Like these couples were struggling with intimacy, right? They had been together for so long and it was like a block preventing them from fully connecting. And it's because they had totally different erotic blueprints 
And although they were having sex, it's like, you just coming in, pulling down my pants, not preheating the oven. Right. And I'm not a sexual. I'm a sensual. I need some shit going before we even get there. And you don't need anything. You just ready. ready, ready. Little Caesar's hot and ready. Yeah. So this information is just so useful when you're in a relationship or trying to build intimacy or keep intimacy alive because we have to communicate to our partners like, you know. I need this. The, the sticky part is, though, what if you're someone who, say, is a sensual, and then you're with someone who is kinky or kink? Mm-hmm. Is it kinky? Kink. Kinky. kinky. Yeah, kinky. kinky. And they really need some things. It's like... I guess if everybody's being open and honest, you can either meet them in the middle, right? You guys both explore both erotic blueprints, or you got to decide, baby, maybe you too much for me, and I can't meet your needs, and then you're free to go. That's also an option. But I think what's important is to understand that, you know, there's levels to all the things, right? So a lot of the times, especially like if you are a sensual and you have a kinky partner, and that's a common, you know, I will say a common incompatible sort of blueprint combination. Mm -hmm. They're not incompatible once you understand Mm -hmm. your blueprints. But when you don't understand it, it could be very much like oil and water for sure. Mm -hmm. But once you understand, okay, as a kink, well, what kind of kink do you need? Because your sensual might actually be into it if you understood the kind of kink. So maybe as your kink, it might be, I like a little choking. We all agreed we like a little choking too, essentials. Right. So it wouldn't be that far-fetched to give it to our partner if we just knew the kind of kink that you are. So it's it's really just giving you that information. Again, just giving you the vocabulary, the language, so I can communicate. Because that's really the basis of all sex is communication. Right. We can can lay down together and do the do. But if I don't actually talk to you or you don't talk to me, then we're missing the mark. Right. No one will you know, we we're not always going to be, we're, we're not going to be getting a, a home run every single time. And so I want people to have a home run every single time. I firmly believe you can have great sex every single time. Like there is no reason in this world why you cannot. It was made to be enjoyed. That's so the you just got, you know, so you just got to learn how to make it work for you. Because that's that. really what it is. It's sex is what's, what's good for you. Because what's good for me is going to be what's good for somebody else. It's going to be different for the next person. And so it's really understanding your needs mm-hmm. so that you can communicate them to whoever you're with. And then if that person's not willing, then okay, deuces, honey. You're not the one for me. Get the fuck out is what I would be saying. Come on. Peace, right, so we don't need on. to be looking for people that are just sensuals or whatever your erotic oh, blueprint no. is. You did no. mention shadows. Yes. Yes. So can you share some of the shadow sides of the blueprints? Because we yes. like to know what the fuck are the issues. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I be wanting to I've seen some of my shadows already and I said, yeah. Makes so, sense. okay. Tell me what were you, what was the shadow that what came out for you? Just tell me that. Getting first. in my head. Mm. You may mm. have a hard time getting out of your head and into your body. That is so me. And I'm essential. That's me. And also yeah. being incredibly picky and easily thrown off by sound, smells, and messy environments. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Uh, uh, it ain't hitting the way it's supposed to be hitting in here. And I need mine to hit every time. Yeah. Like Listen. that. You know what? Um, this is a personal tea. My honey really likes to like play in the lights with the lights on, right? Ooh. Okay. Yeah, like bright, right. make a whole light on. I'm like, can you just dim it a little bit? And it's probably my <laughs> sensual. Yeah, Getting you in know. Your head. Yeah, because he probably. I feel like maybe most men probably have that sexual piece of them because it's just like primal and animalistic, just animalistic yes. right? Yes. It's like, no, nah, let's yeah. just go. And 
Although it, there is some sensual pieces because he's always like, I just want to see all of you and I want to see your facial expressions. I'm like, nigga, you can see him with the lights dimmed. I'm right, still the same right. person. You can still see me. But <laughs> <blame> like, me. <laughs> it's little things like that. I'll be like, babe, can you dim it a little? So it's a little romantical. Uh, <laughs> but the lighting, like a lighting is a thing. So I'd be in my head. Every time you haven't gotten used to it yet? No, I'm totally used to it now. Oh. Now I'd be like, go ahead, see everything. Look at my face. Go ahead. Right. That's what you want to see. Yeah, I'll be showing. But it took you a minute, but that is definitely one of the shadows, especially as essential for sure, is the lighting, is the environment, it's all of those things. Getting in our heads is one of the biggest shadows that essential will experience. And one of the best ways that I always say to combat that is to focus on one of your other senses. Mm. So for example, so in that moment, like, you know, you've already worked through it with you and your honey, so you're good. Yeah. But if it was to show up again, what I would say to do is Literally just think about, okay, well, where is he touching me right now? And literally focus on that sensation. It will bring you right back into your body because that's mm-hmm. the problem. The sensual loves to play in the body. Mm-hmm. But once we get in our head, it has left the building. It is yeah. not, it's not there anymore. We're not present. We're not engaging. We're not enjoying ourselves the way we want to be. And so if you get back into your body and our senses are just a shortcut way to do that. So focus on either a smell that you you have. So if you have a candle burning, what's the scent that you smell? Mm. You know, that love shit. Yeah, the love potion. Okay. <laughs> anything. Anything. So that's really a great way to get out of your head and back into your body. Taking a deep breath is always key. Mm. You know, that's one of the best ways as well is to get back into our bodies. And that's really one of the the biggest shadows for the sensual is to really focusing on the the environment and focusing on the things outside of what is happening. So it's like, if you can get back into your body, all those other things will fall away. Yeah. Cause one thing would throw me off. Like, you know, ladies air was released. Oh yeah. The queefing. (laughs) The queefing. It's not me. I mean, it is me, (laughs) but it's not a fart. It's coming from the vagina out of my control. I'm not farting. I'm not sharting. It's just something happening, and goddamn, I, I hate that so much. I hate it. You know what? Let me show. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a way to flip it so you don't have to hate queefing. So I look at it this way: if I'm queefing, it's because she's talking to you. That's what I'm it's like. She's, hear it. she's she's telling you hello. She's telling you keep going. Hey. You know, you gotta flip it because it's gonna happen anyway. So slow down because you're putting all that air in my coochie right. i'm like oh, grab it slow down yeah 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 that's it and yeah so i like it nice and slow usher yeah. it could go slow Ooh. all the whole from beginning to end slow burn me Ooh, nice. Slow burn me. nice nice, nice. and slow mm. yeah i mm. hate a jackrabbit oh come on now and that's a very much a sexual sort of uh way that's one of the sexual shadows actually is being very stuck and be very uh, mechanical in how you perform sex. Mm. So that also is a sexual shadow, is being stuck in the way they do things and having only one route and, you know, press A, press B, get to C. Like, it's very much the same. <laughs> you know, the you know one, how two it steps. goes. Yeah. You know how it goes. <laughs> that could be very much one of the sexual shadows, is falling in line with that or always needing... Um, you know, visual, like always needing pornography, for example, Mm. always needing excessive nudity, for example. Mm. And another really big shadow of the sexual is always focusing on the end goal. So orgasm, mind you, I'm a sexual wellness educator. I love orgasms like the next person, but they're not everything. Mm. 
They're one part of the journey in our pleasure story. Yeah. They're not the whole journey. Whereas for some sexuals, one of the one of the uh, shadows sometimes is getting so hung up and focused on that goal mm-hmm. and missing out mm-hmm. on everything else that has been experienced. I mean, I'm sure you've been with a partner before in the past who if you didn't come, it was like nothing happened. And yeah. it's like, that's not always the case. An orgasm is great. But there's so much to be enjoyed and experienced getting to there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me enjoy all of it. Yeah. Right. So it's really letting go of what the end outcome could be. And sometimes that is one of the shadows that kind of keep the sexual stuck, yeah. I'll yeah. say. In bondage. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and then, so a shadow for the energetic, for example, could be, again, getting into their heads as well. And really becoming extremely short-circuited. So... You touch an energetic too fast, that's it. Okay, the one, minute man. the one minute man. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, it's a quick thing. It's done. For example, like I showed you, the, you know, the little, the quick exercise with your arm. So some energetics can be, can have orgasms without even being touched. Like, they can have full body orgasms and they have not been touched. So their body is that sensitive, sensitive yeah. to just, you know, like, you know, for you, when we feel like I can feel your energy through the screen, energetics can feel people without even being physically in the room with them okay. sometimes. So wow. that's how strong your energetic field can be. So if you touch someone the wrong way and they weren't ready, they weren't open, you've completely closed the door. Mm. Whereas you think you're opening it to fun and play for an energetic, you've actually shut it down completely because yeah. you didn't give them, right, you didn't give them any time to open up to you because energetics, with the longing and the anticipation and the buildup, it allows them to open up. They're like a flower. They got to open up softly and slowly mm-hmm. to get to you. Mm-hmm. But if you go in there too quick, that's it. Killing the vibe. They're just, it's done. Yeah. It's done. So that's one of the shadows for the uh, energetics. For kinkies, one of the biggest shadows is definitely the the shame aspect of some of the kink. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really feeling a lot of shame around what they might like or what they might enjoy or, you know, will anyone think I'm weird or, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those sort of narratives might come up. So they might not actually engage in things that would be feeling good for them because of the shame, depending on who they're around or, you know, who their partner is and just even the... Especially if we're talking about women who, of color. Like, if you're a woman of color, where did we see kink? Like, right. we didn't see that. You know, right. that wasn't something that was even illustrated to us, even in positive lights. So how how do you really express that in a way that doesn't come off as, like, some sort of crazy nympho chick? You know, yeah. like, or those sort of, you know, negative sort of um, ideas start to come up. So that's one of the biggest shadows, I would say, for kinky, is that aspect of shame. So if they're feeling that, know that it's okay. Everyone experiences these things yeah. and you will find the people who will accept you. Right. Like you, but you have to learn to accept it. It's okay. Whatever you're into, as long as it's not hurting anyone or putting anyone into, you know, any kind of negative situation or anything mm-hmm. like that, then enjoy. Like, I really think that we should stop telling people what to do in their own bedrooms. Like, yeah. It's your, you know what I mean? It's not affecting me and mine. I'm cool. Period. And that's just that on that. Yeah. So yes. with, I'm sure you've experienced a lot more people being interested with their in the erotic blueprints because this Goop show popularized it so much. But have you seen an incline of people just having more openness to talk about sexual taboo or just feeling more liberated around sexuality? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not even just because of the show. I think it was, that definitely was a big catalyst. And I will say that, but I think a lot of people have, are recognizing, especially I will say it was more so to do with being in this pandemic mm-hmm. and people really having to take a look at the life that they're living or the life that they want to be living, for example, and recognizing that maybe there might be some disconnects. How can I get the things that I want? You know, because I'm stuck at home with my people and it's not hitting the way I wanted to hit. How do I fix that? How do I, you know, get the things that I'm looking for? So I have seen um, a huge like resurgence of like that, movement of women especially especially women of color especially Mm -hmm. black women of really just trying to own their body their story reclaim Mm -hmm. i like to say reclaiming their sexuality reclaiming their bodies reclaiming what feels right to them reclaiming pleasure because we've been told so much that pleasure was not for us yeah but pleasure is pleasure is everything like pleasure is all of life like anything that feels good is pleasurable period right and so i think that's it you know, so I really think it's under it's understanding that part of it. And so I have seen a huge um, incline of people just really being open and more comfortable about talking about sex and sexuality and just what they what they like and what they don't like. And just even st- taking it there. I yeah. think there's people who are being a little bit more comfortable and we have social media to think, you know, there's there's a lot of great information out there. Not so great, too, but right. there's a lot of great information out there. So I think it has a, a, allowed people the opportunity to know that, hey, something more exists. So maybe what I'm having isn't it, but something more exists and I can seek the knowledge to get there now. It it doesn't feel so unattainable anymore. Right. It's out there. It is. So Mm -hmm. we have those Mm -hmm. girls, like the girls who are sexually liberated, feeling like, you know, they have the opportunity to speak more freely about their sexual desires and just sexuality in general. But what about the shy girls? Mm. Like, what what advice can you offer to those that might not feel as confident or comfortable and are looking to be more sexually empowered? Like, are there some tips or suggestions that you can offer? Absolutely. Absolutely. My number one thing is always to go inwards first. Mm. So let's find out what is it that I'm feeling shame about? What is it that I'm feeling shy about? You know, spend some time with your body. Like it, sometimes it could be even that, like walk around your house naked. Like, how do you feel about that? Maybe you can't walk around. Can you look at yourself in the mirror at least? Like, let's baby step it. You know, I think it's really understanding, looking at the pieces of ourselves that we don't want to look at. Yeah. That's what's keeping us feeling shy. I was, I once was a shy girl. I was not always this confident. God, no. I wish. <laughs> you surprised us. <laughs> right. Look you at know, her. Look this, at this beautiful woman who is oh, now thank you. confident. <laughs> yes. Thank you. No, this this is work. Yeah. <laughs> this, is take, this is taking work. But I understand what it feels like to be um, unconfident in your body, unsure of who you are, unsure of your gifts of the world, unsure of how to present yourself and not wanting to be, you know, I, I, I very much struggle from the good girl mentality. Mm. And, you know, I can't be, I can't be, you know, no, no not those kind of girls. Right. I'm not the that kind of girl. Tale. The fast mm-hmm. Right. You know how it goes. Yeah. And what does that even mean? Like, right. when we think about it, what does that even really mean? Like, right. who told us that? You know, mm. and just ask yourself some serious questions. If you're feeling shy, I always had, what, one of the biggest one of the biggest ways that I really began to overcome my shyness and the shame that I felt around my body and sexuality is was I just asked myself, does this even feel right for me? 
Like, mm. Rashida, do you enjoy this? Mm. And if the answer is no, then I'm going to sit back and ask myself, okay, well, what do I even enjoy? Mm-hmm. Like, because sometimes we don't even give ourselves the option to ask that question we because don't. we've been told yeah. what we're supposed to be and enjoying. We've been told what we're supposed to like or not like or what we're supposed to do and not do and all of those things. But then really ask yourself, all, all that other noise, this yeah. chatter, what do you like? Yeah. What do you enjoy? What do you need right now? Yeah. Exactly. And then just, and then find the steps to get to that. So whether that's through therapy, whether that's through coaching, whether that's through whatever medium you choose to find that information, but ask yourself those hard questions. Spend a little time with yourself. I mean, I'm a big proponent of spending time with yourself mm-hmm. because we are too busy, sh- you know, chasing everything out there in the world. Yes. Yeah, but really ways. everything we need is right here. And on so it's like really, it's all here. So it's like really understanding what do I need? What do I like? What do I enjoy? And if I'm not getting that in the environment that I'm in, then maybe I need to change my environment and not change me. Mm. Mm bar and i think also understanding where the sexual shame stems from like a lot of us um when we were growing up didn't have healthy conversations or maybe didn't have conversations at all surrounding Mm -hmm. sex it was just like you said don't do that don't get pregnant yeah you know what happens it's there was nothing about um pleasure for sure like i know for sure the sexual conversations that i had were not around pleasure it was around making sure you don't get pregnant Mm -hmm. and making smart decisions when it comes to being sex- sexually active. I didn't tap into the pleasure side until I became well into an experimental 20s. adult. Not, yeah. You know, it takes some time. <laughs> yeah. It's not just having sex. It's having sex multiple times with different people. It's learning about self-pleasure, which, honey, if you haven't tapped into that yet, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an advocate. No, really, it's a key piece. I think yeah, that it helps. I know that it, it helps you identify maybe what your erotic blueprint is, what you like, what you don't like, where your spot is, where your spot isn't, yeah. how oh. you need to be touched, all that type of shit. Um, so I'm here for the self pleasure, but Absolutely. the sexual the sexual shame stems from somewhere like everything else, and it usually is our childhood and the lack of information or the tabooness of it all. That our parents, our guardians, whoever didn't have the proper tools to let us know what the fuck was going on. So thankfully, mm-hmm. this generation is more empowered, more equipped to let the youngins know what the vibe really is. Like if I had a daughter, I would be teaching her about pleasure. How As young? Well. Absolutely. How, how young? How, when do you feel like, and there's no right or wrong answer, I'm sure. No, because I'm thinking high school age, maybe. High school? That's you know when you what? would start no, talking I'm about, about to tell, you I'm know saying what? sophomore or junior year. Probably junior. I always, I always like to say when, because I mean, I'm a parent myself. I have Mm -hmm. a 10 year old. Mm -hmm. And when I, I speak about sex with him all now, like we've always spoken about sex, but I think we have to understand that kids only want to know just, if you just answer the question that they asked us. So if a kid asks, where do babies come from? You tell them where babies came from. Babies came from a uterus, honey. That's it. Yeah. You don't need to go into the specifics. They yeah. don't know. They don't need all that information. But because us as adults <laughs> know the specifics, mm-hmm. we think right. that we're supposed to volunteer all that information. But that isn't what they need. And so I really think it's when your child asks about sex, answer them. And mm-hmm. if you don't have the answers, say, you know what? 
I don't really have the answer to that question right now. Let me find out. Because I always feel that we need to be our child's first teacher Mm -hmm. when it comes to sex. Because if we leave it up to the world, honey. Yeah. (laughs) It needs to be open and honest communication with your child. And so it's really giving your child the space to speak about these things. And know that there's nothing wrong about sex. I mean, sex is a beautiful thing. It's something to be done and enjoyed as an adult, given. But it doesn't mean that I can't speak to them about their body right. or even what their bo- differences between bodies and understanding their body as they're growing up. Your body's going to change. Puberty is going to happen. Like there's all these conversations that need to be happening that don't even necessarily center around actual the act of sex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so there is so much that we can be talking about with children that we're not necessarily talking about, but they need all that information because then what happens is then they're exploratory later on, mm-hmm. <laughs> finding out stuff later on and, yeah. and you, know, you know up. where that can go. Exactly. That more shame. That's where it goes. You end up dealing with a partner yeah. or somebody, you get involved with somebody who doesn't, you know pleasure you the way you want or maybe you get wrapped up into the shit that they're into and you're not into that mm-hmm. and it creates yep. all of this just more shame and things that you're doing things that you might not necessarily <laughs> want to seriously no, I, there's yeah, a lot of times absolutely. where people get involved and do stuff that they don't want to do but they do it because they're with somebody who yep. says it's cool or okay and then you look back and you're like damn I wish I wouldn't have licked that titty or whatever what? it is <laughs> <laughs> You know, I got to bring it back around. I mean, yeah. it's all of those type of things. Yeah. It's all those type of things. You know, we just want to un- relearn and unlearn and move forward in the best way possible. Yeah, Getting absolutely. the shame out of here. But that, you know what? That's what it is. Rashida, you mentioned about some tips to um, ways to overcome shame, right? You mentioned if it's, if it's um, therapy or if it's coaching. So mm-hmm. when you said coaching, my ears went ding ling 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 ling. So mm. can you explain the difference between someone who's a sexual educator and maybe an intimacy coach and what that process looks like? Ooh, okay. Well, I'm I do both. Yeah. <laughs> so multi-faceted um, queen. Let's see here. So I would say the difference really in coaching. What I find the biggest difference is a coach. Well. My style of coaching, I'm not going to talk for everybody because every coach is different, but my style of coaching is really to bring in um, an area, I like to create an environment of safety because we can't heal nothing if we can't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And safety is created with vulnerability. And so that I think is one of the biggest pieces and the differences between say therapists and coaches because therapists are regulated. There's only so much they could say. There's only so much they can share even about themselves and their mm-hmm. own journey. Mm-hmm. And the reality is therapists are people too, who are going through things like the rest of us, yeah. but they can't disclose any of those things. They can't show, they can't really share some of that, those pieces with their clients. Whereas a coach now I can share literal things that I have gone through the lessons that I have, I have learned through something and using that knowledge and wisdom to help somebody else, you know, move through something. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really one of the biggest pieces. And I also consider coaches are like when you're playing a game, coaches are here and we're trying to create a win. Mm -hmm. There is a goal in mind. There are, we are trying to move forward in a direction and we need you to win. That's a part of a coach. I'm I'm not going to be a good coach if there's no winning going on. I'm going to get fired. That's the way that it is. So... (laughs) Yeah. Like in any other sport, that's what happens, right? You you losing, 
you cut. Yeah. yeah. So that's the same idea. I think when you think of a coach is like, well, we have goals in mind. How do we actually create the plan and stay accountable to the plan mm. so we can actualize the goals? Because there's, it's no good for us to be talking week after week and nothing's changing. You got it. So it's it actually giving practical sense. and tangible steps on how to heal or work Absolutely. towards whatever it is that if they're, you know, trying to overcome shame or maybe exploring their kinky side, do you bring, bring the erotic blueprints into that whole intimacy coaching? A 100%. First step is take the quiz. (laughs) Take the quiz Um, and come back. Which we will have in the show notes for you all to take the quiz so you can learn your erotic blueprint. We're not leaving you in the dark. We're all coming into the light. Yes. Mm, Literally. Yes. yes. (laughs) The sexual light. Literally and figuratively. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, but that is the biggest difference. Yeah, thank you for that information. That's that's useful because that is true. You want to go to the proper person for exactly what you need, mm-hmm. and that the right. lines get blurred sometimes. Do you need a therapist? Do you need a coach? Do you need both? Right. Sometimes you need both. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes you some, need both. Yeah, there's some unpacking that needs to take place, and then you go to your coach and get some tips and tricks, some skills, right? Yes, right, some Listen. skill sets, and I think that's really the biggest thing. And if you're depending on the coach, if they have different sort of certifications, they may have different backgrounds. Like I have a background in psychology as well. Like mm-hmm. so, they may be able to come with things to help you with the unpacking as well. Yeah, you know, so that's also things that you have to be. Um, looking into if you're considering either a coach or a therapist is really understanding what what do they bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You know, what are their skill sets? What have they gone through? I really think that our personal journeys really impact who we are, like just how we show up in, in any sense of the in any sense of the word. So it's understanding who are they as a person. Because that's the person, especially when you're working and creating a relationship, something as close knit as like a therapist client relationship. That's such a close-knit relationship. So mm-hmm. I think I would like to know them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know, who am I sharing my heart and soul with? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. There's a piece of that that needs to be happening. And I think sometimes that can be difficult to implement, especially in therapy spaces, because they are regulated by so many, you know, different entities. Yeah. There's that so many, so you know, sense. rules that they, ha- they have to follow. And, I mean, given, yes, because there is protection that needs to be happening, but I think there's a little bit of there's a little bit to be said with being a little bit more open and being able to be a little bit more vulnerable and to be able to share your own experiences and your own journey, you know, to help people through. Like you don't have to go through the fire if I already know that's the fire. Yeah. I can tell you that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't have to wait. <laughs> I yeah. can let you know. Yeah. Don't do it, honey. Yeah. Don't go me. there. <laughs> do as I say, right. not as I do. Yes, right. and we're so right. thankful <laughs> to have um, people like you, especially a woman a black woman in this space because like when Jeremy and I watched the episode, it was a white woman given the, given the tools and coming from a sister, it makes the information so much more um, palatable sometimes and more relatable, like you said. Um, So thank you for the work that you do and the work you're doing. It is very necessary because we need to break these chains, these chains so that we can get freaky. (laughs) I thought you were going to say free. Free and free and freaky. Free and freaky. Free and freaky. <laughs> okay. Freaky and free. free. We want to be freaky and free. I mean, mm-hmm. we all should be able to have fun in the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. Have a good old time without this uh, monkey on our back. Yeah. We can no. have something else on our back, but we don't want this to be a monkey of shame. No, no. Yeah, it? release it. And I think, too, when even deeper, even mm-hmm. going a little deep, even going even back, a, a bit more. <laughs> She's still going. <laughs> 
fault this bunkie. <laughs> Whoever. Sure. What were you saying, Rashida Chow? I was saying that even to go even a little deeper into that, it's really understanding, like, as I said in the beginning, who we are sexually is who we are everywhere else. So if we can be confident in the bedroom, if you can be a boss in the bedroom and speak up for what you need in an area where you are the most vulnerable. Because mm-hmm. when you think about it, this is an area where I'm completely naked. Yeah, you know, like literally. all of me is there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if I can be confident here, who can I be when I show up in the world? With my clothes on, okay? Because <laughs> right? when my titties ain't flapping right? around, I'm really right? making some I'm shit. I'm close. Right? Fully okay. armored. So it's really Period. understanding how powerful I think understanding your yeah. sexuality is and releasing yourself from sexual shame because it literally unlocks different levels of confidence in the rest of your life. The woman you see today is because I'm confident in the bedroom. Period. It's not, it's not the other way around. It's Come because on. I'm confident there so I can bring that out here. That's what it works. It doesn't go, we think we think it goes the other way around. No, 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 no. You got to get it in there first and then bring it out. That makes sense because you be high and mighty outside and you step inside and in shrink. Church, yes, giving church mm-hmm. mouse. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just about to say, giving mouse. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That be the people say. that talk all that shit. Oh, the things that I'm going to do, the way I'm going to do this. And then you get there and it's like. You ain't doing nothing. Crickets, crickets. Crickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing's being done. (laughs) Nothing was done. Yeah. It happens and it happens. But that's why we have to understand who are you there? You know, what do you need there? And then you'll you'll be able to talk about what you need outside in your life. So the biggest biggest tip for building our confidence in the bedroom is speaking up. That's what it seems like. Speak up. Closed mouths don't get fed. You got to speak up. You got to ask for what you want. And if you don't quite yet know what you want, find out. Yeah. Self-pleasure is a huge key to finding out what you want. You cannot send someone where you've never been. Mm. So allow yourself Put it in to ways. journey. Mm. Right. Put it in ways. You know, allow yourself. That's it. Find mm. you, Allow yourself to find out what you like. Give yourself, you know, grace, I think. We don't necessarily give ourselves, especially as black women, we're not even really given grace much in this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we barely extend it to ourselves. Mm. But it's like, really give it, give some grace to yourself for not knowing what you need and not knowing what you like. No one right. told you. No right. one taught you. How and are you supposed here. to know? Yeah. You're new here. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. So it's really understanding that to give yourself the grace, give yourself some time, play with yourself. I, I, that's why I say it's, it's play. It's not, you know, it's not this scary and, you know, awkward thing. Play could be weird. Play could be fun. Play could be silly. Like, that's that's play for you. When we were kids, we didn't think about all those stuff. We just had a great time. Right. And now, well, now pl- we adults playing all serious. But, it's, <laughs> but it's, it is play. But don't play with it. Like right. David Banner said, mm, <laughs> don't play with on. it. Come <laughs> on. Come on. She swear she just dropped one. She's like, don't play with it. <laughs> The hand went up. But don't play with it. Well, that was good. It was fire. It was fire. I don't want you to play with it. Play, but don't play with mm-hmm. it. Play. We can play all day. Oh, Brittany, be quiet. So, anywho, we're going to wrap this up, Rashida. We know that you have a program, Reclaiming Your Sexual Sovereignty program. Can you let us know the details about that? How we can become more sexually liberated using your class? Yes. 
Yes. So that program is a 12 week program that I take my clients through. So typically Mm. it's female clients, but I do work with men and couples. Mm. Um, And I take them through their journey of releasing themselves from sexual shame. So we start right at the root. So it's what are the things that are keeping you held back? What are the things that are getting in your way from enjoying the sex that you want, from enjoying your body in, in, in whatever aspect that might be for you? We really dive into that. And then it's removing them because those were not yours to begin with. Those mm. gifts were probably given to you by somebody else. Your mama shame, your grandmama shame, mm. the world shame. So give it back. Yeah. And now we're going to put back what do you really want? What really feels good for you? So then it's through affirmations. It's through learning your body through self-pleasure. I will guide my clients through literally learning their body, mm. teaching you about your body. Because there are, you will be surprised how many women have not looked at their body. Mm. So it's just like, let's go look at your body, honey, please. I need you to look at it for me. Yeah. Like just even that, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm going to teach you what parts is what. What are they called? So you know, so you understand because we can't go nowhere if we don't really understand it. Yeah. And so that's what the program really is. It helps you to learn about yourself intimately. It's learning how to be intimate with yourself because I, you can't really be truly intimate with others when you're not intimate with yourself as much as you want to be. When things are blocking you, it's hard to open up. We have guards up, we have walls up, all the things. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how do you remove those things? So my program helps you to remove the blocks that are in your way. So that way you can have the life, the sex, the intimacy, whatever it is for you. The freaky free life you deserve. The freaky and free life you deserve. Okay. And so, and it takes time. It's not, you know, something that can happen overnight. Right. You know, these types of things, especially we didn't become this way overnight. And so that's why it's a longer journey it's a longer process, because it's really understanding that we got to take some time. We got to give ourselves some space. And I really like to bring in, you know, the femininity aspect of it, because I love to be in my feminine energy. I love to to really to love to live in my feminine. The soft life is it for me. (laughs) And so it's how do we bring it into our day to day lives? How do we, you know, show up? a little bit more feminine? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we give ourselves a little bit more softness? How how do I surrender? You know, how am I giving myself rest? Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things is, is what I help to guide my clients to. Because again, sex is everything. It's not just what you do in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so it's understanding all of the pieces and then you can be yourself. Listen, Rashida, well, girl, mm-hmm. you dropped hella gym. Yeah. And <laughs> no, seriously, I feel like this was such a fun, informative, educational conversation, which really just sparked so many new ideas. I'm pretty sure our homegirls are like, the light bulbs are just going off in yeah. their brains and they can't wait to take this quiz. Thank you again yes. for being here and just sharing your wealth of knowledge. Let our yeah. girlfriends know where they can find you. Yes. Yes. So you can find me at RashidaAmid.com or on Instagram where I like to play at I am Rashida Ahmed. Um, you know, that's really the best ways to find me, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Don't go looking for me everywhere else because I ain't really there. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> go on Listen, I don't, I don't live online. Now, honey, I live in the real life. Okay. <laughs> so let's call it what it is. And we'll include so if you're looking all that for me, that's where, that's where you want to find me. <laughs> yes. And we'll include all that in the show notes so it'll be super simple for our girls to get to you. Yes. Again, yes. thank you so much, Rashida. We appreciate you and we will keep on pushing your work. Yes. Oh, thank you. Keep on 
thank you, thank you, ladies. And I'm loving to see all that you're doing. So thank you again for having me. This has been a blessing. Our pleasure. Yeah.